All right, Peter. So we've got 24 minutes of content. You and 24. me. Just 24. So it's, okay. a, it's a mini episode, but I, I wanted to talk to you some more. And um, normally we would have just spent this 24 minutes just talking. And this is the preemptive recording of a conversation. Um, and if it goes really well, like I think it will, it'll be aired. But if it doesn't, it'll just die on the vine. No big deal. I have massive anxiety right now because I don't like surprises and I don't know what this surprise, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then just continue talking to me. So guess what I'm excited for this week? What? I get my Roush, my 250. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You're the next redneck friend. Yeah. I'm going to turn. Yeah. Get a big diesel truck. Makes me feel like a real man. Excited about that. That is pretty. I'm glad. Now aren't you glad that I told you to go Roush version as opposed yeah. to basic, yeah. be a basic bitch. You're like, you're like my consigliere. You know what the consigliere is? Remember I, the Godfather? I can't, I can't even pronounce that so much less. It doesn't now. matter. Consigliere. You, you would call it consigliere. <laughs> it's the um, family attorney, like in the Godfather. He was, mm-hmm. ta- he was, a, he was an Irish guy. I forgot his name. If you know his name, comment in the video below, but uh, it, he was the guy who just ran, ran decisions by that. So you're my truck and you're my redneck consigliere, mm-hmm. but I have like my finance consigliere, which is John and Randy, mm-hmm. but still your consigliere of, store, of sorts. Okay. It's important. Right. It's important role. I'll take it, I guess. I guess and you were just true. lamenting on a side-by-side that you might be losing. So, you know, the, pa- yeah. the pain is real. The pain is real. Craig, where's this going? This where's this going? This is just, this is just you and me talking about what we're talking about. Well, that's I will it. have you know that the Marxist raccoon has been caught. Oh, really? Yep. He has been trapped. Who trapped him? Her. Some service. It. Did you actually service. see it? No. Raccoons are gnarly, bro, by the which, way. Uh, which I don't They're... trust. I don't trust. I kind of like, hey, you need to see the dead body if you know, like someone. I was watching a show on crypto called, uh, what's the, the Crypto King is Trust Nobody is what it's called it's on Netflix yeah. right now. And there was yeah. a guy from Quadriga who basically faked his death. And he oh, was the God. only one with $191 million worth of Bitcoin. And people are like, you know, chatting online. Like, has anyone seen the body? Like, no, no, no one's seen the body. Was it open casket? No, 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 no. Well, the whole so premise wanted- behind Bitcoin is, is built in, in, in obscurity. I mean, uh, 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 Satoshi Nakamoto. Well, he's, just, Satoshi- he's just the code creator. But, but anyway, how do you back know? To the that, raccoon. That, that, could, that could be anybody. But the raccoon, I did, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get a picture of him. Now, what they do is they just take him like thirty. They miles relocate away. him. That's they what relocate. they do these days. Yeah. So it's like when your grandparents get old, and they get relocated to Boca, <laughs> <laughs> except they find flung that little critter out in the wilderness somewhere. The, the Boca, the Boca, uh, sunny, sunny shores retirement yeah. home. Exactly, Del Boca Vista, like Simon's so, parents. Anyway. Um, so that's good, man. That's awesome. Because we were yeah. talking, the, the whole genesis of that is everything you own owns a piece of you. And by the way, my buddy John with his uh, yacht, that's gotten more complex. Okay. So yeah, so like because of COVID, it stayed in a port longer than it should because there was a restriction to travel. So now it owes taxes. And I've never heard this, but the boat got arrested. The actual boat was arrested. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just like my poor God. gal. I guess more boats are gals. So well, I'm just gal. saying it's poor him because he has to deal with all this stuff, which is funny because you figure like if you're if you're at if your life is that great that you actually have a boat that you're buying in Europe, like you have no problems. But that that's not easy. So he's like mm. on the phone with lawyers. Isn't there a rap song about this? More money. Yeah, more money, my problems, or I'm on a boat, or one of those things. I don't know. The point is, is that uh, everything you own owns a. I'm about to go on a yacht for someone's birthday. 
His birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Next Did week. I tell in you today's my exumas in the exumas? You love the exumas. I love the exumas. That's my backyard, it's like, bro. It's like even the astronauts have reported it's the prettiest yeah. place on earth. Yeah. When you space. spin the globe, if you have a globe and you look for the turquoise dot, that's the exumas in the globe. It's, it's really, it's really beautiful. special. Like, and I actually talked to. Are you in the someone... Exumas right now with your background? No, no, no. This I'm at my, uh, I'm at my Turk's house. Um, <laughs> um, is, is it located in the metaverse on like Zoom.com? That. Yeah, no, no, no. It's my metaverse. Then touch um, behind you and wiggle that green screen for me, and just tell me if it's uh, if it doesn't move. Oh no, really? Oh wow, it is your house. Okay, <laughs> walk over there. Get up and walk no, over. No, 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 no. Go walk I'm, into I'm, the ocean. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I'm going there. I love it because it's, it's, uh, it literally is like, oops, sorry. It's like Fiji. Yeah, you know? no, it is beautiful. I've, it is. I've not been to Fiji, but I love the Bahamas. It's absolutely amazing. Well, I had a, I had a friend recently, pretty interesting story. They got trapped in, um, the Maldives. Okay. Um, they went there for their honeymoon and, you know, you always hear about the Maldives being like the most beautiful place on earth. But yeah, like heard this story ensued. He's marrying like this. Uh, he's big into Bitcoin and he's marrying like a, a supermodel gal. Okay, and they were over there. So she has a big so- social media presence. And basically they got what when I say they got trapped over there. Well, she tested positive for COVID and couldn't leave after their two month honeymoon or pre honeymoon or whatever. So what was supposed to be paradise turned into like this horrible, horrible experience for both of yeah. them. They couldn't too much of anything. Is, is, and that's is what I was, I was like, isn't it interesting that like, you couldn't wait to get over there. And now I'm in, then you couldn't wait. Like you were in tears crying because you were able to come home. Right. Like, I love chocolate cake. I just don't want to eat five chocolate. Don't cakes eat right it now. every day. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. So anyway, so he is the Maldives the like, place, well, Peter, is that where like you have those like little condos nice. and they're mm-hmm. out in the ocean, you walk yep, over yep. to them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And he said, it's, it's never like that. It's always windy and it was choppy and you couldn't see the water. He's like, Exuma smokes the Maldives. And I was like, yeah, that's what I tell my, yeah, so my wife is always like wanting to go out to the South Pacific or Asian. <clears throat> I'm like, listen, we have our Bahamas in our backyard. It's so beautiful. I love the Bahamas. So I actually just had someone hit me up the other day, Craig, about, you know, I'm a big fan of Dancero chairs and kind of the family business that is Dancer out in California. And he said, hey, would you recommend that? And I said, look, I've got about 45, actually, I've got about 50 chairs, never had one fail. I don't know how much proof positive you need, but like they work, they go up and down. Patients say they're comfortable. They look good. I don't know what else you need from a chair, but I would go with them. And he was like, you made my day. Thanks. Confirm my buy, right? So, you know, we talk about this, Craig, in our Bulletproof Pathway from a cost engineering standpoint, because I think dentists sometimes, sometimes get hosed with the quote unquote, this is a dental chair. This is a dental this. This is a dental light. This is a dental floor. This is a whatever this is dental it is. Cabinetry. This is a dental cabinet, right? And so. <laughs> looks, like a, looks like a kitchen cabinet. No, it, no, 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 no. No, no, no. It's a no, dental, no, dental cabinet. cabinet. It, it Didn't opened. she see the price? Yeah. <laughs> if that was a kitchen cabinet, that would be $500. Yes, but because it's dental, it's 17000 right? But it's it's certified dental by GB Black. And there are some areas where obviously you need to have dental specific. And obviously this is a dental specific chair, but I think there's tremendous value. And I think cost engineering is, if you're going to be an entrepreneurial dentist, cost engineering is something you need to become really good at. Because if you're just buying Cadillac shit everywhere you go, 
then you're going to limit and you, it's going to be a rate limiting step for you uh, from a financial standpoint. So um, all things being equal, I'm a big fan. I know, I don't know if you've, are you uh, going to look into that as you kind of, you're expanding, you're about yeah, to put you in know, five more I, ops, right? Yeah, I have to do five more ops. So yeah, I, I, I got, um, let's get you full disclosure. Let's get you full disclosure. I got flown around for um, my dental supplier in a private jet. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to buy those. And yeah. then I've had a lot of trouble. Don't mention the name, but I've had a lot of trouble. Well, guess what? You know who paid for that? I think yeah, that flight no, was paid, free, but you myself. actually paid for yeah. it. <laughs> oh, trust me. I got clubbed like a baby seal. It was terrible. <laughs> So I know you wanted to do a rants and rambles, but there's got to be some core of what you're wanting to talk about other than just me and you spitballing today, because people are going to start getting pissed that we're wasting their time, Craig. Well, are you happy, Peter? I'm going to go right for the jugular. Am I happy? Have you been happy lately, my friend? Like as a human? Yes, as a human. How's my friend doing? I want to check in with Peter. This is a normal, this is a normal I mean, line of yeah, conversation yeah, I, I bit you with. Yeah, I'm very, what I'm are you very excited happy. about? What I would give a nine about? out of 10. Um, I'm excited. Besides a vacation. Yeah. Vacations are exciting, but they're not like, you know, I, I get excited to come back and like do shit, like yeah. work shit, look at land shit and whatever. So when I had to go back up, I've been looking at land up in North Georgia because I feel like that's the next land for I what you, sorry. Yeah. Um, building another practice. Okay. Capacity. Um, Similar to so, like your Blue Ridge practice. Yeah. Very close, very close to that area. Um, okay. It's in a town probably 40 miles south of the Blue Ridge one. So it's in a town called, um, well, I'm not going to say it. Just Anyway, it's a smaller town with okay. emerging. Uh, the growth is going on so big right now, Craig. They had to actually put a moratorium on the growth in that town. Really? Because, and, it, and I found out today that it's not because like so much is happening. It's the sewer system. The, <laughs> the sewers are just not capable. They can't um, handle that much shit, huh? Yeah. So they had to kind of <laughs> shut it down. So anyway, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a big. That's a lot of shit big, going on. Yeah. A lot of shit going on up there. <laughs> looking at a big parcel of land. Actually, it's a 12 acre commercial land size. Land. Wow. Okay. You okay. Know? Okay. Now we're getting but, somewhere. But I, I can't, I can't eat that all myself. So I've got okay. two buddies of mine okay. who have. No, you have a third buddy. Who are these two buddies? I mean, this, <laughs> no, hey, no, pay attention, people. This is how you involve yourself in business. No, and you don't. What? Look, you want raw land? Raw land is it? Is, is no? I want to hitch my wagon onto what you're doing. What are you guys no up chance. to? What do you mean, no what? chance? Who are these two buddies? Well, just two buddies. One I don't have to name by name, but what? Are, what's their car unique dealership? Strength? One is a car dealership. Okay, that's that's a good strategic an partner. An investor. Right. Oh no! Let's kick the investor out. No, no, you, me, and the car guy. Come on, <laughs> Craig. But there's no. This is what I always tell people: land is a land is hard. Land is hard to secure. And I'm actually you're talking. I was the former pl- chairman of the planning and zoning department at Delray Beach. I understand LDR's land development re- regulations. No, impact. I know you understand. I'm not saying that you don't understand that. I'm looking at it from an investment from an investment, and especially given the pod we just talked about, which is the inverted yield curve and what's happening. I'm like, ooh, if this happens, land is the worst place to be in because there's no yield. Well, you're not so talking about land. You're talking about development. Okay, development. But it could be it could be stagnated for a while. And land uh-huh. is, banks do not like lending on land. Of course. The recourse for, for collateralization is tough. Meaning, what are they going to do with raw land? So yeah. typically, to buy land, you have to have at least, Greg, 
50% loan to value. Oh yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, look at my shopping center. I did up in uh, Stewart. They only gave, they gave me 60% LTV. Yeah. And that was, that was crazy value. because that's an income producing real estate. Yeah. It was not so- making money though. It's either, it's either making money or losing money. And mm. that property was losing money. So if it's losing a little or losing a lot, it's still not income producing. It's doing okay. Now we stabilized it, but that that's the deal. So, so you're going to maybe do 12 acres. That'd be awesome, man. So a dental practice, yeah, because, look, probably like the three practice, to 5,000. Kind of like we talk about in the mastermind. I say, look, look, your practice inside of a, why do de- why do, why do real estate owners like yourself, Craig, love, would love to get a dentist in there? Why? Oh, yeah. Because they're long-term, they're stable, and they're not going to cause any problems. Yep. Dentists, by having a dentist in the area, a nice dental practice, it increases the value of the property itself and then the, the value alone around it. No, no different than like when a Publix goes into a shopping center, yeah. it increases the value of the shopping center because yep. it's better tenants that go there. So Funny thing, I've told you this about an Apple store. An Apple store actually increases the overall same store sales of the entire shopping mall that the Apple store goes in. So when uh, Apple, 100%, can you believe traffic. that though? I a hundred percent believe that the foot yeah. traffic, it just, they probably, and, and because of that, they get to flex, they probably get that space at, it would hurt other, it would hurt other, uh, tenants feelings. I'm sure if they knew. Oh yeah, of course. Well, it hurts your feelings. If you knew it, your local DSO paid for Invisalign or any of those other yeah, supplies too, it really hurts it, your feelings. It does hurt my feelings. It, it does, does but feelings. that's, that's business. That's how it goes. Um, so anyway, look, it's a so bigger So I can't plan. be an investor in that is what you're saying. Well, look, who knows? It's early. I'm just saying like, at first I was like, it, it's just come across my plate. And so I think that- Just I out of curiosity, big... how much does land in this location go for? Because I so know this is like a... per acre. Yeah, this Can is I guess? Down. Let me guess. Let me guess. Is it on Maine and Maine? N- no, but it's on- it Okay, co- so there's a 25,000 cars per day on one street. Okay. And 15,000 cars. It's on a corner. So okay, a hard corner of those, of those two streets. The hard corner of those two streets. So okay, so this exposure is... on both, and so there's probably roughly so twenty five twenty. I'm sorry, forty thousand combined eyeballs a day that are okay. Can I problem. tell you what it goes for? Yes, three point six two million. The whole you thing. Are, you are off by a factor of you're almost double. I am double. You are double. Holy hell, that's awesome! So three point six two million divided by twelve. Put me at three hundred thousand dollars an acre. Thousand dollars an acre. This plan. Say that one more time. It's about one hundred and sixty-five thousand. That is acre. so freaking cheap compared to where I am. But Craig, this Holy used to be hell. the sticks. Oh, I know. Georgia. So did this. This used to be the sticks. My dad, when he built the practice here, said he could play like stickball on the middle of Atlantic Avenue during the day here. It's just it's crazy how COVID was the great. Um, initiator of outward expansion, right? It proved the thesis yeah. of people didn't have to work so far uh, or didn't have to live so close, I should say. To yeah, their, of course. Their, so yeah. there's ever since then, it's been the expansion, you know? And so that area of Georgia is beautiful. It's good people. It's that just seems land. so incredibly cheap. Wow. And that's probably the epicenter of almost like the town, right? Do you know what so, land is here, by the way, right by me? Uh, astronomical you're in florida just take, just take a guess the, the the property directly to the side of my building is for sale how much is it per acre i've seen that property and see you're on uh Atlantic. it's been on the list it's been in the market for I 900 bet, days. i bet you are at it's own commercial correct 
is owned commercially. I bet it's two and a half an acre, two and a half million an acre. No, you're off by a factor of double two. So I am doubling you and you're <laughs> doubling me. So we're just exactly the same. It's well, I didn't one want you to double acre. me without me doubling you. Yeah, exactly. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll double yours. Wow, that's crazy, man. Good for you, though. That'd be a well, great look, project to take down. Well, it's still in the diligence phase, and, and who knows if this can maybe I can even put it together. And like I said, I'm having multiple partners because really, a dental practice you need. I mean, look how how big is your is your piece of dirt? Uh, two acres. Two acres. But that's yeah, oversized. So that, you don't do that. What's your Johns Creek? How many acres is your Johns one Creek? One acre with basically a half acre buildable footprint because of all the setbacks that I had. Yeah. But I I didn't like that. I I like I think ideally. Look, all things being equal, two acres is is great. You can build giant parking like yours. You could expand like yeah. look, Craig. If you had my, you would not be able to be. You're expanding your practice right now, and you would not be able to have done that if you had been as as uh what am I yeah saying? as, 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 as much lot coverage. Yeah, I could I couldn't build one foot out extra of the buildings that I've built because yeah, the envelope is just too hard to build from. Yeah, so, no, I'm not anyway. expanding that much though. I'm only doing uh five ops. Um, only five ops. Yeah. I mean, compared. Yeah. Well, actually, if it was, if I had that's a 20, how many do you, how many ops do you have total? 18, 18. So it'll be five more. So it'll be 23, 30% increase in what you're doing. Oh, I like that. That sounds, sounds sizable when you say it that way. Yeah. But you're like, Oh, big, no big deal. Five ops. But guess what? That is a big deal. No, because you told me to do eight or 10. Well, because. Because look, you're going to be in a scenario probably down the road. You're like, I wish I had done 10. I wish yeah. I had done eight. When do you ever hear Dennis saying like, I built way too many ops? Yeah. You may, well, there have been times when you've heard people say that they've gone too big. But in I general, said that most, the first year or two was in here. into their expansion. Like I'll build one up. I'll plumb for five and then I'll build them one by one by but one. The, by the one. problem with that idea, Peter, is you never get to that inflection point where you're like, I need it. But if right. you meet an amazing hygienist, it's worth it to build that op out and put her or him in that op and they'll build that business. I'm a fan of just building it. If you've got the cash flow and you can afford to build it and you don't have to build with like, you know, the highest, you don't have to build with million dollar chairs, a million dollar cabinetry, right? but they are great rooms when you're not ready to use them are great at overflow rooms. They're great at consultation rooms. They are great at photography and x-rays and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I, I am a fan of building, of, of underutilizing my operatories because I don't like to get in that phase of, oh my gosh, we need, we need operatories. I like to build, but that's just been my, my thing. Yeah. I'm at that stage now where we need operatories. Because then you get into like a panic scenario, right? Yeah, of course. Where, where you're almost like, oh my gosh, we have to build, we have to build. So yeah. And then you can never capitalize on it because by the time you get your building done, the need may have uh, passed. You got to be ready for it. You do have to be ready for it. If that's what you're interested in doing, Peter and I get excited and full disclosure, we get excited about building things and doing things. And, um, but that's, that's but just what's creators, what makes us, right. Yeah. And like, that's been evident by like, even the stuff we've done with, with Dwight and culture index. Like it's, it's, it's just who we are yeah. that we like to create and have ideas and, and, and implement and then move on and go to the next. Like we're very, not very good follow through, but excellent in ideation. <laughs> yes, that's and true. Vision, right. And, and yeah. then like getting our team excited about it and then handing off me like, okay, cool. So everyone understands. Awesome. I'm on to the next yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. And it's not that like you guys handle this. It's just, it's just, we get a little bit frenetic with the excitement we have with yeah. the next projects. 
Yeah, it's funny. Peter and I will talk about things and be like, hey, man, this is great. Are you writing this down? No, I thought you were. So none of us write anything down. <laughs> so we de- definitely need op. So op- now we've just defaulted to, if we have a conversation, just hit record just in case. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like this, this one, this which, what it is. which has, we're going to have to call this Rants and Rambles. No, don't, two. because that was so good. This one's going to be called, you know, Pete, Pete and Craig, 26 minutes. By the way, 26 minutes is up in like five more minutes. What else is on your mind? Time flies when you're. What else is uh, in your mind, Peter? You got the vacation. You got that crazy ass truck that's coming, like got 17 axles. Um, so that you're ready three, for the zombie apocalypse. That's what right else going on? Um, that's it, buddy. You Just know, it's my 13 year anniversary today, bro. What? It's Aisha. 13 today? year anniversary today. I got mine. Really? I got mine come up this summer. 13 years too. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So uh, nothing else is, I'm just getting ready for summer, doing a bunch of coaching. Uh, baseball's going well, things like that, but just, you know, enjoying life, enjoying yeah, life. Man. And, um, and like if I you can't be happy where you're at. You can never be happy. You know, that's the damn truth. Isn't that so truth? If, if those of you are thinking like, yeah, you gotta, when I have this or when I get that, or when this happens, I'll be happy. You got to cancel that thought. If you can't be happy today, what do you call that? The hedonic treadmill? I don't know what that's called. I don't, I think the hedonic tre- treadmill is more like more money, more happiness, more, 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 and you run faster and faster and faster. And faster right. And, faster. and I know a lot of really rich people and Pete, you do too. And they're not happy. So, um, it, the most important thing is you got to figure out a way to be happy today. And if you can be happy today, you can be happy. I'll tell you what, think. inventory really helps. When I say inventory, I mean like sitting in, in the morning. I am not like, I think your default Craig is like gratitude and, you know, cool things like that. I think you're more like, in touch with your with your mind and your body and like other people well, definitely like not myself. my body but my mind okay well you're you're, my... you're you're very in touch with your feelings let's just say yeah i'm in my feelings okay. and i am not so like i think the inventory thing is really nice to do like at a regular basis be like look at all the good you know because we can fall into this trap of the woe is me very quickly very quickly the woe is me i shouldn't have to do all this shit today Yep. If you take inventory of like, look at all this stuff I get to do, right? That is one thing I've talked about maybe many, many podcasts ago that you, that you kind of instilled in me is like, dude, you, you get to do this stuff that you have to do it. You get to do it. Yeah. And that, and getting to is really cool, but also just taking an inventory of the blessings you have and not to get too kumbaya because everyone knows I will not do that. Yeah. But I think we'll, I think we'll that leave that for the, Jenny and I, I think that, yeah, you and Jenny and you and, and Sage and, and, yeah. uh, Sage, Sage, uh, uh Robin's Robin's, Tony's wife, yeah. You, you know, you guys, I'll preserve that, 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 uh, I'll stay in my own lane. If you will. <laughs> stay in your lane, Bitcoin, but, but it's yeah, Bitcoin and biohacks and, and raccoons, and trucks and raccoons and, and, and surfing, <laughs> surfing and stuff like that. But kiteboarding, 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 raccoons and Bitcoin. That is, that's all you are. You're only good for that. And macroeconomics too. that inverse yield curve. It's just, that's, that's pretty jam. interesting, huh? No, it's awesome. But I do believe, listen, I, and I start my kids day off every day with this. I tell my kids like, make it a great day and whatever you're lacking in your life, give it first. So for those that are lacking something, if you feel like you're alone or not connected, reach out to four or five people, just hang, hit them up. It's a great hack. It works great. Wait, and this is, tell me again. What is it, so what is like whatever you want to get in life, you have to give it away first. So if you're feeling alone, disconnected, underappreciated, Give that very emotion, give the appreciation, just hit up five friends. Like, you know, Hey, just appreciate you. Haven't spoken in a while. And just think, take an inventory of my life and thanks for helping me out with the blah, blah, blah. Just appreciate you being my friend. Just give it all away. Give it all away. You have the power to make your hat, to make the rest of the day happy. So whatever you are wanting, whatever emotion or thing you're wanting to receive, you give get, it, be, be the producer of it first. Right. You give it in order to get reciprocal. I like right. that. 
Yeah, because you can't, you don't get less by giving, like giving that's love a and good, affection. You know, I like that, Craig, because I am a man of action. And I think anytime you, you know, try you it today, stuff, Pete. I'm like, you try, me. Pay, Pete, just try it today. Just like hit up three people, you know, just, just hit up three people. It's so, so, so good. Works it's so cool. good. You know, it's and I was cool. talking about, we were, Eric and I were talking about something today, like, we're being rewarded because of social media for external happiness or displays of external happiness, but there's no reward for real fulfillment. So you ever see, and for those of you who are not watching the video, I'm sorry, but like you ever see like a, a person doing a selfie and they put the phone up and they do like one of these mm-hmm. they snap it and it goes away immediately. Their smile mm-hmm. goes away the minute and they start typing. They just literally fake the smile. And then I was at a restaurant last night and I saw some waitress like went to some table and the person was being very funny with them or I don't know, maybe gave her a compliment. I saw her giggle with the table. She turned around with the, um, the uh, platter of dishes and walked past the table and walked out of the kitchen smiling. Her smile lasted for moments mm-hmm. afterwards. It was real. It was a real smile. And I think that there's just a public recognition for the public that's the displays of happiness you put your best life on instagram and all that stuff and then there's no real reward for internal fulfillment so i think uh there's a crisis point with that you know the differentiation between a fake smile and an authentic smile your eyes your eyes yeah squintiness of your eyes people can tell and and humans like that's it's like an innate dna thing that we have like a bullshit filter we don't know it Mm -hmm. but it's like it's a human built-in feature <laughs> yep. and you can tell even though you don't know that that's what you just saw but if you don't see someone's eyes crinkling in the yeah. corners then and you just see them kind of that's awesome yeah it's, it's bullshit and so it is that's pretty good especially it's us being um you know that's why i'm so, i'm really excited about chris ramsey coming to our summit because i'm yeah, a body language expert. student of body language because yep. um, I really believe that 80% of things that we communicate are nonverbal. Um, and I think it is a, if you can, if you can, can curate that, that skill as a dentist, it gives you a superpower when it comes to enrolling treatment or talking to, to patients or making them feel comfortable. It, it, I've seen it take dentists from good to great. Oh, for sure. But I mean, listen, there's a better, there's even another hack to that too. It's just like really believe in what you're doing. Always speak from your heart, believe in what that, you're doing. Okay, Craig. No, but it's true. Like if that. you really like, like believe if, in all the shit you're doing. Like, well, no, if, obviously believe in it. But I mean, I, I've had to tell dentists before, like, Hey, you got to remember that when these people show up into your chair, they're actually lucky because you have the talent and the skills and you have the ethics to do this person right. Many of our colleagues, unfortunately in dentistry, it's unfortunate. Some of them just are good at talking and they don't do the right thing for people or they're the, you know, so it's, it's really important to believe in what you're doing and, 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 and do something that, you, you know, that you actually. There's um, a book that, um, that I have, we started a book club at my off in my office and I was really, really excited to see the matriculation of people who book? signed up. It was just, it was just obligate, you know, it was just like, it was, it was, um, it was not obligatory. Right. I mean, you could sign up and then we had like half of our office sign up and I said, look, if you guys do a book club, like I will buy the books. Right. Yeah. We do that. You do that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I stole that from you. Like, yeah, like maybe all of my great yeah. ideas. Right. Well, that's all good. It's but all good. the book that I wanted them to start was a book called um, cues and it was, um, it was an Amazon. So I, I, I listened to this lady and she was kind of in, uh, in, in communication. Like we're talking about that like Chris Ramsey talks about. And she was on the Lewis Howells podcast, you know, Lewis Howells. Yeah, it was very good. It was a two hour, two hour thing. And I said, man, this was, this lady nailed it. And I was like, it was so applicable for dentistry. And so I was like, gosh, my team could just learn this. 
And honestly, I think that was kind of probably the genesis of me and you talking. I was like, dude, we got to get Chris in because Chris just, Chris, Chris wraps it all to dentistry. You know, when women get uncomfortable, they do this in your dental chair, but men get uncomfortable, they do this. When people say this, it's a warning sign, things like that. And like, I know, I, I know I always default to this, you know, Craig, you probably get sick of me, but I just think it's one of those things. I think, I think this and occlusion are like the two most powerful things that a dentist should know. Yeah. Of course, of course. Hey, um, listen, we've expired our 26 minutes. Okay, so I got I got to close on you, Peter. Oh, I'm the verbose one, but we, we did make a statement that uh, it could be 26 minutes, but now I got everything I need. I know my friend's happy. We got a hack to call people, which you're going to do today. And uh, we're excited about, I wish I could uh, attend Chris Ramsey's body language course. I think it's a conflict. I think I have a, a track at the same exact time. Oh, but, that's right. You won't be able to see him this no, year. no. Yeah. But, so we're doing the summit a little bit different in case people don't know is that we, you know, because of the size and growth, we actually are creating independent. So it's not everyone is in previous years. Let me start again. In well, we could fit all the content on one stage or one day, the one stage, right. but because of this trifurcation of, of needs, if you will, of yeah. team versus hygienist versus doctors, um, we now are creating different tracks so that every, so to encourage the team to come and, you know, and create that leverage for you of bringing your team, which makes everything row much, much easier. So you're right. You are running an independent track that same time. Chris is on the main stage, um, yep. which is a shame, but I will, I will take copious notes and uh, continue to uh, just, just be a fan of, of uh, yeah. body language. That's going to be exciting. So register. If you haven't registered already do so, but we do have to wrap Peter 26 minutes. We're, we're okay, way okay. late. Right, we're right. way late. Who you knows? Know this may, this may not, Listen, we don't know if this is going to get uh, voted onto the uh, podcast because uh, Peter may, in Peter's style, may just say that sucked. So do me a favor. If this does get to the, if does if this does make it the cut room floor and it winds up getting aired, if you found this podcast valuable, give us a thumbs up, a like on the comments below. Speaking of podcast, do I have two more seconds? Mm, three seconds, go. Three seconds. So one podcast that does this fairly, fairly a lot is a pod called, um, that I really like right now is called uh, My First Million, and it's um, by Ooh, like Sean Puri and Sam Parr. So it's really good. And they kind of- Oh, you sent kinda, me them. They're pretty good, right? I like yeah, it. I just a lot. But my favorite one right now is the All In podcast. Um, and that's where I get a lot of some like-, like Which the is All the In. one you sent me with Durdeck? That was actually on, that was theirs. Durdeck was, okay, on, was on theirs. Got it. Um, but, but they do this a lot. They rant ramble. Um, but the all in podcast, if you don't listen to that, you know, and I think Dennis needs something outside of dentistry to listen to all in is really good because it's very genius people, genius guys like, uh, Chamath Palipapatia and, um, uh, what's his name? Calacanis. Um, anyway, and so a bunch of smart people. So everyone, the all in podcast is a good one. So, oh, by the it. way, speaking of podcasts and speaking of relevancy to the last podcast, I know 26 minutes is now 30 minutes, but um, Peter Maluk just uh, did a podcast and it says recession concerns, inflationary impacts, and the role of bonds. So I'm forwarding that to you. Maybe I'm sure we'll it has something. the inverted yield curve on there, buddy. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. All right, let's shut her down. Thanks. Shut her down. Hopefully this makes it, time. Peter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beg you, not beg you. That's strong. I don't want to burn my asks. 
uh, uh Alex. yeah save your ass uh chris tough new, new book but uh, i think this one should make it if you agree with me if you got any piece well, of how would they agree with you if it never sees the light of day how would they well if it you? if it does pass the cutting room floor i've asked people to comment it was valuable, oh. and i'll screenshot <laughs> each one and send it to you and have you asked everyone to smash the like button no i just don't but you just did <laughs> you just everybody did. over and out see you guys Baby